What's going on, bro, Chacho? Yeah, it's your boy, Jerry, the TR Expert Washington. I got a quick one for you today because uh, I just finished a workout and I just wanted to get on this po- podcast real quick. I was actually going to drop a uh, the interview, the uh, interview with our uh, psychologist today. I just didn't get around to, even though I didn't have a busy day, uh, I didn't get around to editing it. So uh, today is actually going to be a uh, quick one. It's going to be uh, one of those just me freestyling. Because, uh, you know, sometimes I like to do that. Just give you the Freestyle Friday. Yeah, Freestyle Friday action. How about that? But, yeah, like I said, I just finished working out. So I was feeling all pumped. And I was thinking about this. I was thinking about the price of happiness, right? And uh, that's probably what we'll call this one today. Because, you know, there's a, everybody wants to be happy in life. But the thing is that, like, to have happiness, you have to pay a price. Like, everybody wants to be happy without paying a price for it, right? Like, you think... You think like happiness should just come to you. A lot of people feel like you have this an inalienable right. Inalienable? Yeah, that's that's a word. <laughs> inalienable right to be happy, but you don't cuz life is not sunshine and rainbows. Life is hard. Life is inherently difficult. So, that being said, you don't have a right to happiness. You actually have to work for that happiness. And, you know, the fact that you're working for the happiness, a lot of times people get happy from that. I think that's the ultimate goal, really, for most people, is to be happy in pursuing happiness. Because that's like happy, happy, right? Like, you you know somebody's happy if they're not even worried about if they actually are happy. They're just happy pursuing happiness. They're happy pursuing being happier, Without hurting, harming themselves, right? That's the other thing too. <laughs> you don't want to be harming yourself trying to trying to uh, achieve happiness because then you'll never get it because you'll die. So, <laughs> at the end of the day, though, look. I mean, uh, like, like I said, you're the the price of happiness is essentially what are you willing to give up today so that you can be happy later on and it might not even be that you're happier like a week later or happier like a year later it might be just like what are you willing to give up in this next couple moments so that you'll be happier for the for the rest of your life or what are you willing to give up for the next couple moment couple moments so you can be happy in five minutes you know it's like that marshmallow test that they had uh, back in the day i've talked about this before I talk about a lot of things that I've talked about before. <laughs> I need to stop saying that. But uh, it was a marshmallow test. And you probably might have heard of this before. It's like these uh, scientists did these tests on these four-year-olds. I think they are four. And they tried to find out who had, like, the most cognitive ability. And essentially, like, what they found is that the people or the kids that could... Well, I'll explain the, the experiment. They... Well, they gave these kids marshmallows. They give them like one, right? And they say, "All right, look, you can have one now, and you can have one. You can have one later on, or you can have two later on if you just wait." 
And they're like, fine. But then they leave. Then they leave, and they see what these kids do. They see who can actually... I mean, I guess it's a two-part exercise, right? To see who can be honest and also find out who actually can just withhold not, you know, not eating the marshmallows, right? Who can who can withstand the pressure of having these sugary, tasty, marshmallowy treats right in front of your face? It's difficult. <laughs> I know I know it'd be tough for me. But look, yeah, so um they found that the kids that are sm- that were smarter or have had a higher cognitive function or higher functioning or had a high yeah higher levels of co- cognitive functioning uh, were ones that could hold out ones that could hang out there eat the marshmallow and just be satisfied with the marshmallow and you know that is actually the same thing that is an indicator for success for a lot of people if you have that ability to hold out if you have that b- ability to what they call that delay gratification then you will most likely find yourself in a position to where you will pretty much be able to forego those things that are sitting in front of you now so that you can do what you need to do later on so that and that's like pretty much the gist of happiness right you know like if you want to be happy you have to be able to consider like what in the world you're going to do right now that you can that will help you later on in the future to be happy you know, and like I said, for a lot of people, for those people that have really gotten into it, it's the journey. It's really all about not actually being there, but getting there. That's the happy part. And like I think about it in in, in respect to exercise, like for myself, man, <sighs> working out is, I like working out when I'm in it. But like when I get out of it, which happens to be often recently because, you know, like trying to balance like running a company by yourself. I, it is what it is, right? Like I, why I signed up for this. So I'm not complaining. It's just like, it's tough to try to balance running this company, but like, it's like anything, right? I mean, I can, I can think back now and I remember like saying, Oh, it's hard to do this and this It's hard to get my MBA and try to work full time. It was hard to, you know, like I could name a lot of things that I did that I was like, Oh, this is hard. And you know, and just, turn around and and do it and do something even harder later on. So excuses are excuses are excuses. You can always find a way around those excuses. You can always find a way to make it happen if you really want to if you really want it to happen. So like for me, like I want to get in better shape because like I've just been slacking, you know? So I've been kind of putting it in here and there and it's been a, the journey that's actually been making me happier. Like before I was a little different. I mean, my approach has definitely changed than when I was younger. When I was an athlete, I used to just trying to stack the weights on there, and I try to see if I can get heavier and heavier weights. You know, like because my body could do that. Now it's not so much. Not because like I don't think it's because I'm older. It's because I'm just not as active as I used to be before, and not active in the same way. So you know, it just is what it is. It's just kind of like where I am right now. So I just got to ease my way back into it. So I'm doing a lot of smaller things, not doing as much heavy weight lifting. I'm just doing stuff for like mobility and keeping my body moving for the most part. And it's making me happy because like, you know, I'll get a little, a little sweat drop or two. And I'm thinking to myself like, you know, this is better than what I was doing before, before I was sitting in my chair, just scrolling on Instagram. So you know, at the end of the day, it's really just a matter of you being happy with the process and you being happy with with uh, actually making uh, your goals, 
without, I mean, not making your goals, but actually, you know, making it to your goals, but actually making the goal, like putting it in your mind, like this is going to be my goal. That is actually a fun process. If you let it, if you let it be a fun process, a lot of people, they try to set these goals up that are just so huge, so big that just are over, they're overwhelmed and it's like a canyon and they look across that canyon and they're like, Yo, how do I get from where I am to where I want to be? Like it's it's virtually it looks like it's impossible. So, the price of happiness essentially is that jump across the canyon. So, instead of having a canyon, right? If you're wanting to be happy, <laughs> why not just make it like a little puddle or make it a little bit of a a crack in the found or a crack in the sidewalk? You know, <laughs> make it like a Something like that. Just make it super easy so where, you know, you get to the other side and you're like, hey, here I am. But, you know, I guess maybe not, a, you know, you don't want it to be so easy that it just doesn't feel, feel like anything. But you want it, you just want to feel something that makes you gratified in the fact that you put in the effort, right? So you don't want it to be too easy, you know, but you definitely don't want it to be too, too hard. If anything, when you're first starting off, you want it to be, you want to err on the side of caution and make it a little easier and say, hey, you know what, I could do this and I can do it even more tomorrow. So yeah, the price of happiness, you know, it doesn't have to be crazy. I know this is the price of happiness, this, the title of this might sound, uh, might, it might be a little misleading. It might almost sound, make it sound like the price of happiness is steep or something like that. But at the end of the day, the price of happiness is not a lot. It's literally just you changing your mindset and saying that, you know what, I can be happy with the journey. And that is the price of happiness. All right, my friend, that does it for my week. I'm going to get to you next week with that interview with my friend Ashley. She's a dear friend of mine who I've known for Jesus about a decade, if not even more. So uh, she's a psychologist and uh, not too far from me. Uh, I met her before she was a psychologist, so it's kind of really kind of interesting to see, uh, to have a buddy like that, that, you know, you've, you've had, you've developed alongside with in a way i mean she's not my best friend like we don't talk every day or whatnot like so i can't say that we've like developed together but you know we we're around the same age and we've known each other for so long so it's kind of in a way we we developed uh, our crafts at, at the same time so uh it's gonna be a fun interest it's fun and interesting interview it's really uh, uh well you'll see <laughs> you'll see it'll be out on monday she's got a lot of tips for us and she's even got some cool stuff uh, for us to take home after the interview. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. In the meantime, uh, you should subscribe if you want to check that out. If you subscribe to this podcast wherever you are, uh, whether it be Stitcher, CastBox, uh, Spotify, uh, all you got to do is just click on that subscribe button and you will be notified when that interview comes out. Yeah, that would be really cool of you. Also, uh, it would be cool of you if you left a rating or review if you enjoyed this particular episode or any other episode that you previously listened to. All right, I'm out. That does it for my week, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really do appreciate it. In fact, it means the world to me that you are listening to this right now. Take care, my friend, and as always, keep good company.